everybody. Jersey Baseball Show today. We have a great rider-themed guest here. We've got our uh, longtime friend and uh, fifth-year senior, Jake Barbieri, here to, uh, to talk about a number of things, his final year playing baseball. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll just get started right away with some, some big news, obviously. First pitch dinner, Ryder University, ended this month, January 29th. We are getting our uh, championship rings from the MAC title in 2021. And uh, let's talk about that night coming up here, obviously. It's a uh, you know, Saturday night, first pitch dinner, chance to get the 2022 season started, but really also a chance to remember and uh, commemorate the special 2021 season. So what's going to be going through your head um, that night? Hey, well, thanks for having me. Um... No, it should be a, a very exciting night. I think that it's kind of a, a nice uh, last hurrah as a remembrance and kind of bringing back that memory of last season. Uh, a lot of the older guys that graduate will be coming back for it, so it'll be good to see them. Everybody gets the ring one last like night to enjoy that. But uh, I think for the most part, we're really focused on this upcoming season, like all fall. I mean, we're not really doing it because of what we did last year. I mean, all the work now is this year, turn the page and kind of get ready to go. Yeah, but we get a chance to see Big Pete again, and uh, yeah, yeah, all those guys will be back. Yeah, Shawnee Matt McGee will be back. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, right? So, yeah, I mean, um, all those guys were huge parts of that team last year too. So it'll be yeah. good to celebrate it with them. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, that's going to be an exciting and an awesome day. And and really, we were just saying before we uh, before we came on here, um, how that you know had was sort of like the the. I would say culmination of, but, but your first four years, you know, go from, you kind of touch every range of emotion from being a a part of a couple of truly bad teams, you know, no way to say it, but, but some, some really not good teams, your first couple of years, Um, some injury issues, some COVID issues, right? So, so take us through your rider journey uh, to the, to the top and why this is going to be extra special. Yeah, no. So fall, 17 was when I got here um, and then spring of 18 was my first year and we went 12 and 35. I mean, first weekend we played Ohio down South Carolina and split with them. So here I am thinking like, oh man, we're going to be really, yeah, right. yeah, we'll be, we'll have a great year, sick year this year. And then we win 10 games the rest of the season after that. Um, and then Got injured towards the end of that year, sophomore year, redshirted, had ankle reconstruction and labrum surgery. Um, and then that was another tough year for us. We went 17 and 37. Um, like you said, junior year was pandemic. And then senior year for uh, us was the MAC championship. So it was kind of like polar opposites from beginning to end. And uh, we definitely got the full experience, but uh, it was a great way to go out, like just for the fifth years that came back for the five of us from my original class that made it all the way through. Um, Joe, Vin, Lou and Liam. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was just like you couldn't have scripted it any better. Yeah, it's. Uh, and, and you guys were starting to make some some progress the COVID year, if I if I remember. Yeah, right. no, we had a we had a good start to the COVID year. We um, we started down Charleston Southern. We swept them. Mm-hmm. Um, played well against East Tennessee State, JMU. We didn't play that well in Delaware. We played all right, but um, it's definitely trending in the right direction. 
that yeah that, you guys were playing some above probably yeah. of uh mac level teams to start yeah. out the season and 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 more than held your own 100 um and 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 so the so what what was the you know obviously talent level was there too but it, it seemed like there was more than just that um what were the biggest changes or what have been the biggest changes kind of in your time, you know, that have gotten you to a, a, a level that, you know, obviously winning a conference title, but, but also just being up there with the other top teams in the conference who are really good right now. No, I think um, part, definitely a big part of it is, is leadership at the top. I know last year, um, I think one thing that helped us so much was how many fifth year older guys we had come back. Um Guys like Pete, uh, Kyle, Sebastian, and Sean. Sean was a great guy to have come in, too, because he had been at St. John's, which is obviously a, a very, very good program. So having him come in and kind of just being able to, like, see their maturity and how they just attack every day, and then they kind of set the standard for everybody else to follow. So, I mean, that's something that we're trying to replicate again this year with with our group of older guys. And, I mean, it's it's very important that – I know. Just like those younger guys understand that you just always come ready to go. Like, this is, you're not just doing this for fun. Like, you're doing this to try to win a championship every year. Absolutely. Jake Barbieri, our guest today, 2017 graduate, Randolph High School, pride of North Jersey. Um, what, when it was time to make the decision, so we're going back a few years now. Oh, yeah. What what was it about Ryder that attracted you? And, uh, you know, now that we're uh, an old head on the team and uh, one of our fifth-year guys, did it, you know, did the experience live up to what you were hoping for? Oh, 100%. I mean, to, to start on your question, going back, um, so my recruiting process was actually when I was getting recruited my junior year of high school, I was like 5'8", 150. So, I mean, mine was definitely pretty tough. Um, Ryder was actually the only Division One school that offered me after my junior year. I mean, at all, but um, after my junior year over that summer, they had offered me. And then um, I was down to them. There were a couple of Division Three schools. And um, I spoke with Coach Crane, who John Crane was at the time the pitching coach. He recruited most of our class. Um, and you know, met with uh, Coach Davis on campus. Um, and I just thought it was a good fit. My mom actually graduated from Ryder too, um, back in her heyday. So, I mean, it was just like a small world, but um, I thought it was a good fit. And then um, the past five years, I mean, it was it was a great experience. Uh, the, the people that, or just the rest of the guys that I got to go through it all with are what make it all worth it. Like, obviously Ryder's not a, a Penn State or – Florida State or Maryland or any of the, one of those schools but um you know like the the people that you do it with are what make it so special so like just all the, all the guys around us are kind of around me are what make this journey so special when you look back on your graduating class now not everybody's still there because not everybody's got the you know came back for obviously for year five mm-hmm. um but but the guys that you played with um, that you kind of gone through the the ups and downs with. What do you want to be remembered for as far as bringing to Ryder baseball, and 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 where do you feel like, uh, you know, you guys have made the most impact? 
Um, yeah, so so our class when we first got on campus was um, nine, I think, or eight. And then after our freshman year was when we knocked to five. Um, and then now we now it's just three of us. It's me, Vin Vitaco, and Joe Papio. Um, but I think that, I mean, what we kind of focus on now is just setting the standard. I mean, we have the, the, the talent that we've brought in the past couple of years with the freshmen is unbelievable. Um, so like we, we just want them to understand that every day they have the access to an unbelievable hitting facility, go weight room, like just get after it. Don't take these things for granted because you start really working hard your sophomore junior year you could take away from opportunities to play once you're done here so I mean I think that we just want to be remembered for like working hard setting a standard you know just showing and paving the way for what it takes to to be to be a winning program here hey you've been you particular have been known for all those things and also your utility and able to help in wherever needed and that's uh, kind of taken on some new responsibilities in, it looks like, in 2022. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we got to get you a little bit bigger glove, obviously, and uh, get out in the outfield. How did that come about? And, uh, you know, for, for everybody who didn't see Ryder this fall, Jake played a lot of outfield. And, you know, a good chance that's where he's going to be uh, in the lineup most days. Um, how has that adjustment been? Um, it's been good. I, I've played um... – <laughs> I played outfield a lot growing up when I was younger and I've been able to go out there my freshman year when I came back from being hurt, um, they stuck me out there and left for a couple games. Um, I've played over the summer just when they need a guy out there. I love it. I mean, I think it's way easier to catch a fly ball in the outfield than it is to catch a pop up in the infield. So the ball's not hit as hard at you. So, um, there's some things that are pretty nice about it, but, um, I mean, I, I love it out there. Uh, I'm trying to cross off most positions now before uh, before I uh, finish my 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 playing days. Uh, I got left, third, second, and first right now checked off on the list. So we'll see if I can get a few others this year. But uh, no, I like it. I mean, like we said when we were talking before, it's just as long as I have the opportunity to play every day, I don't really care where it is. Um, I just want to go play have we tried have we tried catching i was actually the emergency catcher my freshman year i caught a little bit in high school all right so that's that's a possibility have we have we ever tried pitching uh no i didn't even pitch once in high school so we're probably not getting on yeah no i don't think i'm going to see any time on the mound this year but um <laughs> we never know for the rest of them oh that's right we can go eight let's just yeah. start that let's start putting that bug in coach's head now we got to get yeah. at least eight positions in one game exactly um i don't know if i'll be able to get <clears throat> no we, we will spare i don't even want to know what the score of the game is going to be if we if we turn to you to, to throw what would you say to someone who's got rider on their you know strongly considering rider a young kid um recruiting wise or you know who's who's shown the ability you know why is that a place to come play Excuse me. Um, no, I would say that, um, you know, right now the team we have, we have some older experience, but we do have a lot of young talent. 
So, I mean, the future is going to be very bright for this group. It's a lot of good, hardworking kids. Um, I mean, that grade with Volpe and O'Donnell and that whole crew and Winsett, I mean, that they came in with, I think, 15. And they're down 9 or 10, but, I mean, that's a really, really good class that they have. Um, but, I mean, uh, the program's trending in the right direction. We're starting to get more and more technology that we're working with. Um, Coach Petrowski's done a great job of going out there and kind of getting uh, the pitchers on a, on a really good program. I know he's been talking to some other colleges, some major league guys. Um, and, you know, it's just as long as the talent and the, the work ethic and that level keeps going up, I mean, the program's going to have a lot of success for the years to come. You're a hardcore Jersey guy, North, uh, North Jersey. Did it, did it mean more to win with, I mean, that was pretty much a New Jersey roster. Um, what does it say about quality of baseball in the, in the state that maybe doesn't get the attention or respect it deserves? And, you know, what was it like competing on a national stage? Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of talent in New Jersey. I kind of think it goes under the radar because we're not a state where we have one school where the top guys will go to. If anything, a lot of the top 50 kids from every class will end up going south. Um, you see it in football a lot, too. Mm -hmm. Same way where they'll be going everywhere else except Rutgers or I think Rutgers may be the only Division One football program in Jersey. But um, – <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty special to be out there with like kind of a whole Jersey crew. Even the non-Jersey guys are, were for the most part local. I mean, the only one that really comes to mind is Cal from Iowa, but um, right. but uh, yeah, no. So it was it was definitely great. The the state's loaded with talent, um, so be able to do that with everybody, and then go out there and play on on a big stage. I think that first night against Louisiana Tech, the moment kind of got too big for us. Um, I mean, that was a Friday night, 2,700 people just as loud, as many people as they could put in that place. That's mm -hmm. they were. It was so loud. It was such a cool experience, though. And then I think we kind of settled in after that. And, I mean, we played Alabama for nine innings. We were, we were in it to the end that last day. We had the tying run at the plate in the ninth. So, I mean – it was a it was an awesome experience just to be able to do that with everybody and you know the crew that I'd been playing with for four or five years at school. Yeah, what's it? I mean, just what's it like playing in the NCAA tournament? Is it as a kid you grow up, you watch college baseball, you see Omaha this and you know all these teams and the and the you know road to the World Series and you get to participate in it. Um, playing in a, a unique environment down in uh, Louisiana, Louisiana Tech. Um, what was the whole experience like? It was it was unbelievable. I mean, going back to kind of when that MAC tournament started against Niagara, I mean, we didn't really know what to expect because – ooh, excuse me. Um, I know personally I, had, I got a concussion against St. Peter's the second to last weekend. Um, and then I wasn't able to play against Siena and I forget who we played against before Pete's, but we weren't playing great the last we were like weeks. one run the whole weekend against. Yeah. Siena. Yeah. We didn't play great against Siena. Um, first game against Pete's, we struggled. And then I feel like the weekend before that, I forget who we played. It might've been a Marist, 
uh, midweek doubleheader, but we got smoked by them too. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we did enough to get in, but we weren't playing our best baseball. And um, sure enough, it was just like, I remember the first game against Niagara, the first batter of the games doubled off the wall to right. We picked him off at second and then the next kid homered. And it was just like, what is going on? Um, but I mean, we locked in and we, we lit them up the first game and then they saved their ace for game two and we hopped on him. And it was kind of like, once that happened, everybody just started believing. It was just like, I didn't for a second. Um, once we got to Fairfield in those three games against Canisius, Monmouth and Fairfield think that we were going to lose. You were just waiting for fans to come back. That was all. You no no fans allowed yeah, until, the, yeah. until the postseason, right? Yeah, we uh, packed the pit. All, all probably like 200, 250 people that we had there. But um, no, it was just like the perfect storm. It was everybody was so playing with such like confidence and swagger, and there was just there was no doubt from anybody that that we weren't going to come out with with a ring. And and then it was kind of just. You don't really think about all the things that go into the whole tournament experience. And then it's like, all right, well, we have the selection show this day and then we're traveling this day and we flew private, which was so cool. We got the, the bus dropped us off on the runway. We go through our own security, hop on a plane. We actually picked up NC State on the way down. We're getting police escorts from when we land to the hotel. So just all that stuff. It's it's just it's not what you really think about, but it's so cool. It's such like an unforgettable experience that we we're all like so lucky to have. And, and, and the MAC tournament, you, you received uh, all MAC tournament honors too for your yeah. play, right? Um, you know, obviously the big game was the, the comeback against Canisius and Johnny with the, uh, the winning hit, but, but to go through the emotion of the, of the Fairfield game. And, you know, obviously it's a, a Fairfield team that ends up being a, a regional finalist and, and having a great run and, and was a great team itself. But, but not on that day, right? I mean, that was like that was rider batting practice day. It seemed like everybody was uh, hitting the ball out, and it just seemed like just the most incredible, fitting way to, to win a title. Yeah, um, I actually I've played with a bunch of guys on that Fairfield team that I knew that year, and then I played with a bunch more this year. I was glad they got to go to the tournament because they 100% deserved it, and, and they showed when they showed. got it, they deserved it too. I mean, they were a game away from advancing mm -hmm. so, um but it's funny because we'll talk about that Fairfield game all the time at school and everybody was everybody had different stuff going through their head um but no like you said uh Volpe was the hero that got us there the against Canisius um people forget that Papio was actually the one that closed out that game and got the win and then he started the next day against Fairfield and you know, Joe, when he's on the mound, you know, you're going to get a good game out of him. He's extremely mature up there, just always, always on. And he was like, he had his stuff that day when he needed it. And I, he went five innings and gave up two, but they left like 10 guys on. It was just like anytime we needed to get out of a jam, he made a pitch. If they had bases loaded, no outs, it was like strikeout, pop up, ground out. And it, like, it's just a perfect storm. And like you said, all home runs. Um, I think, I think I remember looking back, we had 19 the whole year. We had five in that game. It was just like, that wasn't how we got there. Yeah. What our team identity was by any means, but 
I mean, it was just as soon as Kyle hit that first one, it was like, all right, like Kyle set the tone for everybody. Now it's one nothing. Then they got one right back. But then all of a sudden it was just like Sean, Socrates, Brian, Lou. And once Lou hit his, I was like, I mean, four years, this is going to be one of his last games. He just hit his first career homer like it's meant to be. And then certain guys will tell you that because it was Fairfield, they were like, they didn't think we had a chance until the final out was made. Once I think once we got into like the sixth or seventh inning, I started counting down the outs because I knew once Cal got out there, you know, Cal has great stuff. Um, he was locked in. He was just pounding the zone. Everything was working for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, there were a lot of like great performances in that tournament. Cal throwing four innings to close out that game. Joe getting two straight wins and games two and three of that tournament, the semis in the championship. Volpe's big hit. I mean, so many just Jordan, Irby stepped up huge for us. Yeah. We're an MVP. He, I mean, I mean, he'll probably be the first to tell you that he didn't have a great regular season, but what he did for us in that tournament is just was unbelievable. Um, but no, I mean, the lineup just top to bottom, grind at bats and you know, kind of just doing whatever we had to do to win. It was, it was, it was special. So fifth year, you decide to come back. Right. You come back for get work on your uh, what are I guess first question would be what are we working on degree wise in our in our fifth year? But but second of all, why uh, why did you come back? Um, so to start getting my master's in business administration with a focus on business analytics. Um, you know, I wanted to come back because I honestly have two years left to play. I have another one after this if I want it because of my red shirt year. Um although this will probably be it for me. Um, but, you know, I, it was just – I just didn't feel like I was ready to be done with it yet. I mean, I've been playing baseball since I was seven or eight years old. If I have the ability to, I mean, there's no reason not to come back and enjoy this one last year. It kind of worked out well because Vin and Joe were planning on coming back. Um, Cal came back. So, I mean, we, we all lived together, so it was kind of – Older guys were just going to stay together for another year. And, um, no, it was just – we got a good group. I'm glad the people that came back came back. Um, and, obviously, losing Lou and Liam from our grade, it's a little weird now that we're down to three, considering we had five the, most, of, most of the ride. But, um, no, I'm, I'm excited to be back for one more year and kind of enjoy and take everything in now one last time. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure Lou could script a better ending. for. Oh, for yeah, him. exactly. Lou's got to go out on top. Yeah. Um, no, but, yeah, I mean, now this year for me, a big part of it will be kind of just taking all the little things on these road trips and stuff, being able to, like, have my parents come see me play at all these places one last time, you know. Just it'll be a special year for them and kind of just for me to make a lot of memories with a lot of these guys for one last time. What's the trip you're going to miss the least? Ooh, definitely opening weekend to South Carolina. That bus ride just never goes well for us. <laughs> uh, my, I think it was uh, our sec my second year here. We, we went on that trip and our bus broke down. Well, our bus got stuck in a gas station in West Virginia before it broke down at like four in the morning. And the, the bus driver must have been trying to do a K-turn for about 45 minutes going back and forth. 
Um, and then we didn't get, we probably left South Carolina around six, five, six o'clock in the afternoon and didn't get back to Ryder until one or two in the afternoon the next day. So I was like a eight, eight, 20 hour trip on the bus, which was miserable. Yeah. Everybody was so cranky and on edge at that point. It's like, you can't even turn your head left or right. If people start yelling at each other. Favorite, uh, favorite place to play in the Mac, not including Ryder. Oof. I don't even know if I've, I like, I've never even played at Marist as crazy as that sounds in four years here. Um, but first place that came to mind was um, Fairfield. I know Niagara has a really nice turf field. We played there my freshman year, but it's so cold up there. Yeah. Same with Canisius. We played there up there at the end of April and it was like 38 and windy. And it's like, how do you guys do this? Um, but I think I'd have to go with Fairfield. Uh, I know Mammoth has a nice field too, but um, was it you know, was it Fairfield before the title or because of the title? <laughs> um, maybe a little bit of both, but yeah. no, they got a they have a good uh, great facility there. Um, beautiful field. They do a great job taking care of it. So um, yeah, probably probably Fairfield. It's a long career, five years, we finish up. How do you want people to look back and remember your time at Ryder? I mean, personally, I just want them to like, you know, Barrett or Coach Davis will a lot of, a lot of times, you know, bring up a lot of the older guys and talk about what they did well. And, you know, I think that for me personally, I just want to get remembered for doing things the right way. I mean, I'm by no means going to be the best hitter that's ever come through Ryder and have the school record for hits or home runs or anything like that. But, I mean, something that I really take pride in personally is just kind of doing everything the right way, showing up on time, working hard, kind of just cleaning up, like cleaning up when you're done with stuff, um, setting the example for the younger guys, kind of just being there for them if they need anything along the way um, because that's who's going to be the main part of the program in another few years. So I just want to be remembered for like setting a good example for everybody. Honestly. Give me a breakout star for 2022 that we, we are, hasn't gotten all the headlines yet. Um, if I first one that came to mind is probably Brendan O'Donnell. Um, I think that, I mean, this year is going to be very exciting for um, a bunch of guys because I mean, as you probably know, we have a very thin roster, but a lot of guys that, deserve the chance to play every day are going to get it this year. Um, so, you know, guys like Winsett or Brendan that, you know, for the past two years haven't necessarily been everyday players, but have worked really hard and kind of deserve that chance are going to get it this year. So, I mean, just like every other year, guy, I, I guys are going to have to step up for us, but uh, I'm excited to, to kind of see what, what those two have in store. Absolutely. Should be a great season for Ryder. January 29th, first pitch dinner, and also the kind of last pitch dinner for the 2021 team. Everybody gets their uh, their championship ring. Should be an awesome night. We look forward to seeing you there, Jake, and uh, certainly appreciate the time, and happy holidays. Thanks for having me. You too, old. Absolutely. Jake Barbieri, our guest today, Jersey Baseball Show, and we will see you next time.